All right, we're recording. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Unlimited Text. Yep, yep. Where we take our group texts and bring them to real life conversations. I'm one of your hosts, a.k.a. Tommy Ain't Got No Job, a.k.a. We Got Emmys, We Got Grammys, Producers Produce. I threw you off with that yep, yep, huh? Yeah, a little bit, but I'm I'm, I'm, I'm in the game now. You in the game? I need you to score 30. I, I need you to score 30 tonight. Oh shit! I was ready to pass you to rock tonight. No, no, we need we need a trip. We, we don't even need you to pass the ball tonight. Just shoot, get eighty one tonight. Oh, uh, you want me to go out? Go out like cold. Yeah, just get eighty one. Cold. Yeah, everybody. This is the smug dude, and uh, love at first smug, and the storyteller. <laughs> All right, uh, y'all can find us on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Podchaser. All right. Um, how about social media? Oh yeah, we on Instagram, Twitter, Unlimited Text Pod, and then we are email Unlimited Text Pod at gmail dot com. Nice, nice. Twitter about to take us down. I heard. Yeah, yeah. We might, we might be next. Yeah. You think so? We might be next. Is yeah, it? yeah. We might be next. We know, we know what you be doing on Twitter, so. Uh, nothing. Cause I don't even twit or tweet. I don't know how. How do you say it? Is it twit? Did you just say I don't twit? Yeah. Is it twit or tweet? Hey man, your kids gonna be joning like I don't know what when they hear this joke. Yeah. Thanks. So twit. I mean, whatever it's called, man. So look, the question of the week: Are you comfortable with Twitter, Tweeter? No, I'm just kidding. Are you comfortable with Twitter and Facebook having the power to ban people for language they deem inappropriate? Not First Amendment rights, but should Jack and Zuckerberg have that power? Yeah, uh, obviously this is related to uh, Trump being, uh, I don't know if he's completely kicked off, but I know he's at least suspended until after he's out of office, basically. So they try to make sure he can't lead any more insurrections. And I mean, I I, I do have a little bit of a concern about whether I mean, obviously his was specific with language, uh, but I do have a little bit of concern that we are given. I mean, I guess the thing is, is again, Twitter and Facebook are private companies. Yeah, that's right. So I was you don't say. have you don't have the right to use them. But even though they're private companies, they've become almost a public square. So if they are able to, you know, so right now. Zuckerberg and Jack are deeming Trump to be, you know, whatever, what he is. But say, for instance, somebody that you, you know, you may listen to or agree with, you know, there's a there's a minister from the nation Islam or something, right? That generally you may agree with some of the things he says, but there's also, also there's some anti-Semitic stuff that he says. But again, you know, who gets to make that decision on what they deem is inappropriate yeah yeah that's the question is who gets to make that decision i think if that's made uh clear then uh then i I think a lot of people that um you know kind of kind of feel like that it's a a violation 
of First First Amendment rights. Uh, right. Potentially could maybe sympathize a little bit um, with that. But um, that's that's the part. The only the, yeah, that's the, really the only part that I have an issue with is like who gets to make the decision and how do they come up with the decision? Objective, subjective. Like how does it work out? Like who presses the button? And so uh, I know, like for instance, uh, tweeters. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna just call it tweeter from now on. Uh, tweeters and twit. Uh, no, right. tw- Twitter CEO uh, Jack Dorsey. Um, you know, said that he felt like it was a, it was, it was a good decision. Um, he said with the best information we had based on threats to physical safety, both on and off of Twitter. So, right. you know, and I guess also too, from him being a CEO, um, and it, it's, it's, uh, you know, he's responsible for that medium that's on, you know, on his hands, right. You know, everything well, that, the, that, the that, thing, that happens, that's on his hands. Is- they let him get away with so much stuff for so long. You know like, what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, I mean, obviously that, you know, there had never been an insurrection before last week, but the fact of the matter is he had been trying to, he had been having similar talk the last four or five years. When the looting starts, the shooting starts, right? Like, how is that any different? Uh, well, yeah, uh, agreed. It's a uh, man. It's all po- political. I mean, Right. People will laugh and say, uh, duh. But like at this very point, um, it's someone, um, you know, someone that's way, 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 way above everybody's pay grade says, shut this thing down right now or else. Right. You know, that's what my gut tells me. So whether it's right or wrong, I'm not quite sure. But I, I don't think that probably Twitter had much say so. Right. Well, I, mean, I think also is, you know, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, or some Republicans, it's basically they've used him up. Now they're done with him. Because again, like I said, he's been getting away with similar language for years. So, but like I said, that's the that's the point. It's like at what point do they get to decide that? And again, like I said, those are private companies, but they're definitely have become they're private companies, but they're public forums. Yeah, yeah, a- absolutely, absolutely. So one of the things that, that I, I've been, you know, seeing on social media and stuff, I sent you some screenshots, everybody going crazy and, you know, going ballistic about this First Amendment thing. And I get it. I totally understand, you know, the rights and everything like that. But they they are like, like, can't believe that, you know, these technology companies have the ability to, you know, to, to – intervene and stuff and i'm just like kind of you know the world is going to come to an end and you know that now they got our information and this is and that but man ever right. since i had an iphone i gotta believe my information is being watched somehow by big brother everywhere you go has some kind of gps tracking in it everything you do right. is tied to your email address and your you know uh your habits and screens that you touch and places that you know apps that you use and stuff like that right so, so it, it privacy. There ain't even really that much privacy anymore, as it relates to well, cyber. Well, that's why it's always funny. People say I'm not getting the vaccine because they can track me. Like, dog, you got an iPhone? They tracking you. They know where you are anyway. Right. So it's like yeah, the vaccine ain't gonna help sky, track you in the, in the sky. Yeah. And you and you and you posting on Facebook. I'm a, this is where I'm at. And then you worried about the vaccine tracking you. 
you snitching on yourself anyway online. Yeah, pretty much. But look, man, let's get off of this, man, because <laughs> A-Young. A-Young. So, did, did the Washington football team or whatever they're called now <laughs> in this here scab season because it truly is a scab season um uh-huh. um did y'all really did y'all really think that you were gonna win a playoff game and and i'm so far out of the loop <laughs> i'm just like so you got a seven and nine record you are a wild card uh-huh. you playing a ten and a five right. How did you get oh, home no, no, field? No, 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 no. Home field uh, division winner. Yeah, that's what we were. Not a wild card. We won the division. Oh my bad. You, you, you know, you played you in a wild the, card you know game though. Division? You you played in a wild you, you card. Know, ho 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 ho. I uh, we we ain't talking about I'm me just right now. If you know, I know I'm all. The, you know I know the, the other. We won. I know the other three teams that are in the division. But okay, how if I was watching okay. football, you would have been scared because. We, my my team that I've been rooting mm-hmm. for since I was a little little boy, um, mm-hmm. we, we almost got up in there. We almost got in there, but however, uh, so going now, going so back, now, so now we playing now we playing horseshoes almost, almost. But going back, because mm-hmm. I don't care because I don't keep up with it, so I don't know what's going <laughs> on. Uh, shout out to uh, James Bradbury though, um, but but. Anyway, yeah, he ain't make the playoffs either. The Washington football team, you guys uh-huh. really thought that y'all were gonna win a playoff game. That is my A Young. Like my A Young is a question <laughs> is a question to you, A Young. Like, what did you expect? Like, why are you upset that y'all lost? Why is everybody saying that, hey, this was, you know, a step in the right direction? Things are gonna be great, yeah. you know. We're gonna yeah, win man. the Super Bowl next year. Blah blah nah, blah. I don't, I don't really hear nobody. Saying I've heard that, that. You know, I've heard that. You your quarterback Heineken is is that his name? My he, man. Is he is his last, yeah. is his name Heineken? Like the, the it's beer? Heineken, but we just added the end to it so we could drink off of it. Any excuse to drink. Same thing. So right, like all of that to me is an A young because I'm like I don't even understand how y'all thought. You you guys could win anything. <laughs> well, uh, first of all, we did win something. We won the division. Uh, there was another team in the division uh, goes by the football giants that uh, didn't win the division uh, that you're a fan of. So you know we at least won the division. And yeah, we had we had a chance. I mean, you know. I wouldn't think we were going to the Super Bowl, but we had a chance in the game. You know, we we had the ball down eight with a chance to tie. So, you know, that's, we, that's, that's we showed an, up. That's another A. Young. A. Young, did you really think y'all were going to score six and then get two? Man, on 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 a conversion. Oh man, Heineken was on fire. He threw for 300. He was on fire. And it wasn't his fault. <laughs> Rona, Rona, that Rona. Yes, sir. Yeah. So this week, uh, we passed 380,000 dead Americans. 
remember when uh this thing first started and some people were comparing it to the flu yeah way back in the day when they were saying don't worry about it it's just like the flu well there were 22,000 flu deaths in America in 2019 2020 there were 22,000 covid deaths just last week so uh yeah those people that were telling you it was just like the flu yeah glad we glad we ain't listening to you man I had three conversations last week with people that got COVID. Damn. Two out of two out of the three people. Um, I want to say that they didn't they didn't respect the COVID. They understood it and what was out there and you know, for the most part, you know, uh did what they were supposed to do to pr- protect themselves and their family and such. But they couldn't understand back in like March, April, and the summer and stuff. Why I wasn't really trying to go out and like do things like play golf, like right. you know, go to certain events and things like that. Even though it was social distancing and stuff like you know that that was going on. <laughs> and so this is because it's, it's definitely not funny. It's really scary because be, because you know you 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 see the deaths and you know some of the things that people are going through. Just the fact of just being sick and 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 miserable. Right. right. Um, and so two out of the three people that know me say, look, whatever you're doing, just keep doing it. It's cool. Keep doing it. Just just keep doing it because you right. don't want any parts of this. And yep. the people that I talk to, um, they're in really good shape, like excellent condition, work out all the time, mm-hmm. eat well. They're not overweight or anything like that. And um, they they all had like all the symptoms at one time, you know, like all of them, every single one Damn. of them, like chills for days, uh, uh, sweating, headaches were excruciating, like 24 hour headaches, uh, you know, problems breathing and stuff like that. And so uh, that's real scary to me because even, you know, from talking to uh, one, one of the, uh, the young ladies, she's like, you know, I'm in really good shape, but I can see how some people sometimes with, with, with underlying conditions will mm-hmm. really struggle with this. Yeah, they would, they would, uh, they would really struggle with this thing. So the good news is all three of them, you know, are out of it and they're doing, they're okay. doing well. Um, one had, had, uh, big time trouble, you know, had some trouble breathing. Um, the other one, uh, was, uh, was fine just the headaches were uh were bad um and then the other person was uh uh was fine like no no real big issues or anything like that just just all the symptoms and so uh shout out to them because I'm, I'm i'm really happy that they're okay um and uh you know just i just uh one of the things too that we can talk about and i actually want to say this uh one person said that you know, if they would have known mm-hmm. how it could affect other people by right. them getting it or being out and about instead of really sheltering in place, right? They would have not. Um, they would not have been as active, right? And so, some people listening to this would would ask, like, how could you not know? Mm-hmm. So you could be somebody like me before you pulled me into this 
podcast and make me figure <laughs> out what's going on in the world and watch the news all the time and get into it, right? If they, if they, my, my bad, yeah, yeah, I mean yeah. To educate you exactly. Thank you for educating me and getting me up on the current events and stuff. But if they were like pre smug, uh, smug dude pre COVID, right? They wouldn't have known exactly what was going on out here. And so I told them, like, based on what we were talking about before, and uh, we can get on with it, but uh, a lot of times, Americans specifically, we are um, selfish. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like we talk about that and we don't necessarily make all the best decisions on it. And so they have been kind of educating us on the fact that, you know, if you wear your mask, if you social distance and things like that, you know, it, it, even even though you'll be OK. Some most of the time when you get it, it's the elderly people, right. it's the folks with the underlying conditions and things like that, that can you can pass it on to and really get them sick and and get them ill. And really the only way that we can contain the thing is for everybody to wear their mask and everybody to social distance and be conscious of it so that we can eliminate it. But the thing is that I'm saying in the, in the the lesson behind this all is basically that we didn't make good decisions because we were being selfish and what, you know, wasn't really willing to sacrifice because we're thinking about our rights as opposed to it being a, a, a national health emergency to save our country. Right. And it turned into a political thing. So that's my little rant for tonight. And I'm on that because I got three people that are very close to me that, um, you know, were struggling with it. And they're OK now. But most recently. Well, it's like you were saying about the selfishness. You know, we'll talk a little bit later about the insurrection. But now it's at least three Congress people who were, you know, hiding out during the insurrection last week that have tested positive. And there's footage you know, while they were all kind of holed up together of some people, some other Congress people refusing to put on masks. Now they were all in a small room hiding out and some people were still so selfish, as you said, selfish that they didn't put masks on. And so it's at least three Congress people. One of them is an older lady who's, you know, who beat cancer. Like she beat cancer, now she has COVID. So again, she has an underlying condition. And it's just like there were people while they were in a room hiding out for their lives who still refused to wear a mask, man. It's just like that level of selfishness is just unbelievable. I mean, are we wrong? I I ask myself that, right? I'm sitting here thinking right now, right? These people won't wear the mask. They got their reasons, the 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 numbers, right? Everybody always right. points to the numbers. And you know, your likelihood of getting it and your likelihood of dying from it and all of this. Like that almost uh, 380,000 almost 400,000 dead people don't scare you. Like in right. less less than a year, that's like 10 months, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I guess March. Where we are, we're ten months. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, damn, we're, we're about to be a year on this. Yeah. Ten months in, less than a year. You know, almost four hundred thousand people died. Died. Right. You know, dead. And they're You know, they 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 put COVID on that, right? So like that yep. number doesn't scare you. If they told me if I drink tap water, and five hundred thousand people die from drinking tap water, do you think I'm gonna keep drinking tap water? Right. 
if I go to your house yeah. or whatever it might be, maybe that's a bad example, but like whatever it might be, anything that's killing yeah. people in mass like this, it don't scare you. You would you would think, man, but we've been talking about this from the beginning. Like we just don't understand. You know, you can be right. And you can be like us and just, oh, I was in the house for a year with a mask on. I was wrong. Oh, I'm stupid. Or you could be wrong and you could be Herman Cain. Again, it feels like the choice is pretty obvious. And even the people, like you said, to get it and get through it, they say it was a beast. It's like, okay, good. You survived it. But was it worth it for that week or 10 days that you would be down and a week or 10 days that you also had to quarantine from your family and friends and the week or 10 days that you were scared that maybe you were giving it to somebody in your family. Like I said, that's the biggest thing to me. I always, I mean, that's why I haven't been nowhere and won't see nobody for a while because I don't want to be the person that gives it to anyone. Yeah. And that's what the, one of the guys um, that I was talking to said, you know, all he could think about was his, uh, his 80 year old neighbor. Right. You know, just his, his 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 80 year old neighbor, like, you know, if he's walking around asymptomatic, talk, you know, get in front of those people or whatever and then pass it on to them. Right. That's that's the scary part. Um, So this this one's interesting. So talk about unemployment. Um, I know that's uh, I see you putting in and it's about the entertainment industry. I want to hear your take on that. Yeah. So, you know, unemployment has, has, you know, obviously been steadily declining from the high points earlier this summer, but in the entertainment industry, 52% of actors, 55% of dancers and 27% of musicians are still unemployed. Um, obviously it's funny because as I live out here in LA, when I tell people I live out in LA, everybody automatically, assumes that I know Diddy and Tom Cruise and I hang out with all of those people. <laughs> and that's just always the the misconception of the industry is that everybody everybody's Jay-Z or Beyonce. Well allegedly you, the- you allegedly you do because supposedly you got four of them things and whatever those things are that you're talking about. Oh yeah, them Emmys and Grammys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean I I ain't gonna say Diddy and Cruise, you know, but yeah, you know, we 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 getting there. Okay, but everybody assumes that everybody is on that level. Everybody assumes watching Entertainment Tonight and all those places, but most of the people in L.A., Hollywood, New York, most of the people are middle class, and because those jobs are, you know, like yeah, you can get on a TV show and be on it for you know you might get three or four seasons, but most people are day players. Most people, you know, uh, or what they call stand-ins, and day players. So. One of the big things that's been cut is, you know, if you're shooting a big scene, say, for instance, at a movie theater, now they're not going to shoot that scene in a movie theater because they they're trying to keep less people on set. So that means less actors working. If there's somebody that's doing, you know, music for a show, there may there used to be maybe three guitar players. For COVID reasons now, they've cut it down to one. So it's a lot of people in New York, Atlanta, California, you know, who, who are unemployed and stayed unemployed and will continue to be unemployed because there's certain things, you know, like like Broadway, they have no idea when Broadway's coming back. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're talking maybe by the end of the year. So there's a lot of, lot of again, a lot of these people have like multiple jobs because, you know, acting, whatever is in a full time job. 
But, you know, there's a lot of people out here, like I say, who are middle class and not celebrities, even though it's always portrayed as that. So that industry, you know, has been hit in the same way like cruises and airlines have been hit. But people, again, they just kind of had this misconception that everybody that says they're an actor, you know, makes $20 million a year. Whereas a lot of actors you might see, you know, you might watch a scene on a movie and there's 500 people in that scene. You're like, oh man, they all rich. It's like, nah, that one person probably just made $200 for that day. Mm. And that, and that might've been the first day they worked in two months. Wow. So just, uh, like I said, you know, everybody, everybody thinks everybody's making it big, but that ain't the case. So it's, it's definitely hitting, hitting this industry really hard. And we're about to be possibly shut down. Well, actually, technically we are shut down again out here. They're, they stopped shooting. They haven't officially made it like they did in March and April that we can't shoot, but they've asked us to stop shooting. So a lot of numbers to, to go down. Well, actually the California numbers actually have, we're getting better this week. So that's a good sign. Right, right. Yeah, we're getting through the um uh uh the the holiday stuff, right? Yep, yep. So uh, after the insurrection last week, a lot is being made of forgetting, forgiving, and moving on. Seen a lot of people saying, you know, like in order to bring the country back together, we have to, you know, forgive and forget, and we can't, we can't dwell on this moment. Problem is, you can't ask for forgiveness without acknowledging what has happened and acknowledging the role that you've played. Any situation, you know, you do something to somebody, you can't ask them for, for, you can't say, man, forgive me until you say, yo, my bad, or, you know, this is the mistake I made or whatever. And obviously this was, uh, this was, this wasn't just a little, this this wasn't just, yo, my bad. I didn't mean to trip you. Uh, this was, this was a attempted coup of our, of our country. And it's, it's very interesting. The one who caused the harm doesn't get to decide when it's time to heal. Mm. You can, you can ask for forgiveness or you can say, but again, you can't really even ask for forgiveness until you acknowledge what has happened. And one of the things that I've seen uh, watching, you know, some of the footage is there were people at this rally. uh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say rally, this insurrection who were wearing shirts that said Camp Auschwitz, which is a reference to the uh, Holocaust. And they also were people that wore shirts that said six million Jews killed weren't enough. So, uh, you know, you can, you can, you can go to something like, you know, you might, you might go to a party, right? You might walk into the party, you know, you got invited to it, you know, a friend told you about it. Yeah. Yeah. Come to this spot. And then you walk into the party and this dude's in there with like five, six guns on the table, cocaine all over the table. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. So when, when you see that, do you make decisions like, oh, well, I did get invited to this party. I mean, I do know the dude that told me about it. I'm going to stay. Or do you walk in 
and you say, hey, like, I know these dudes, but this ain't the kind of party I want to be at. To myself, yeah, yeah. I just roll. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's definitely not the so, party I want to be at. I don't want to be at that insurrection party. Yeah, so, you know, you try to go, you try to go to a, a party thinking of something else, and then you see people wearing those kind of things, you still stay? Yeah, you can't say I didn't know about it and people wearing these shirts and when people start, cause I said, the one thing I noticed is, you know, people have started to compare it to the black lives matter and all that stuff, uh, protest this summer. And the one thing I mean, again, to be honest, there was rioting at some of those black lives matter protests, but every time I saw, no, I shouldn't say every time, but the majority of the time when I saw those people rioting at those protests, there was almost always somebody there trying to stop them. Like I, 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 I'll never forget all summer. Every I, I think about this all summer. There was a little girl who stood in front of a store in Santa Monica when people were trying to break in there, and she got in the way of the rioters. And you know, they interviewed her later, and she said the reason was because I knew this was going to distract from what we were trying to protest. I've seen a lot of videos of insurrection. I've yet to see anybody trying to stop anybody from doing what was happening. I haven't seen one video of somebody being like, yo, yo, nah, we shouldn't do this. Yeah. Nah, nah, this ain't right. I ain't seen one person. And I understand, like, you know, they, they always say the mob mentality. You know, once the mob kind of takes over, but wouldn't kind of lose track of themselves. Yeah, but wasn't that the explanation before? Like, for even <clears throat> with the uh, riots that occurred throughout history, especially right. within the black community? You know what I'm saying? Where, where, you know, there's 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 this scientific uh, information and reasoning behind a mob mentality or whatever, and then when somebody brings it up, no, 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 that's not it. You thugs, right. you heathens, you know, you're not thinking, you're breaking the law, right? Right. But this particular situation, like you said, the, uh, it's it's being made out to be completely different, and you know we got to forgive and forget um, uh, with, with this particular situation. But yeah, it's just like anything like in common sense and like you growing up and you're around a bunch of guys and uh, you know, something was about to go down unless you want to be a part of it and take and suffer the consequences that come with it. You right. would typically say, look, like you said, this is not the situation that I'm trying to be in, you know? So I'm going to leave. I'm getting up out of here. Right. Um, and so I just uh, it's been it's been like that for a minute, though. Like this is not new, like this type of rhetoric and right. this this type of following um, in regards to the um, to the to the people that that movement has attracted. It's not a new thing, man. It happened in Charlottesville, Virginia. Right. Um, what was that? Was that four years ago? Nah, that was like like two man, two two or three years ago. I don't even remember now. It was like yeah, two, two or three. three it ago. was it, it was, but it 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 happened uh, on this administration's watch. Right, right, and it was the same situation. People wearing the same type of clothes. Right, people, you know, you know, uh, the, the 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 same characters right. were involved. And so it can't be a situation where it's a one off or a one time thing. They didn't. Take, they kind of took it to the extreme there too as well. Right. Remember when yeah. the guy ran through the crowd and yeah, killed the young lady? Died. 
Yeah. Yeah. The young, the young girl, she, she died. Yeah. And so there were some deaths that occurred here based on the same type of situation. So I don't, um, right. I, 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 I totally disagree, um, with that, with that forgiveness, um, and forget type of thing. I mean, you know, the forgiveness piece, I mean, that's, that's what you do in your heart, but like this particular situation, like, especially nobody's acknowledging it. Like you said, how are you going right. to ask me to forgive something and you don't even acknowledge what I mean when I'm even forgiving? And right. why, why are you apologetic for why it happened? Well, and, and it's like, it's, it's the same thing. I mean, it's nothing I hate more in a discussion or argument. If I bring something to your attention and I'm like, yo man, like, why were you late? And like, what about that time? You was late two weeks ago. It's like then. nothing I hate more than that. Yeah, that was like, then. If if you didn't want to hold me accountable two weeks ago, don't try to hold me accountable now as an excuse for your behavior. And that's the thing. It's like every time somebody brings this up, why did this happen? It's like, well, what about Antifa? What about Black Lives Matter this summer? It's like, all right, man, cool. Like we had discussions about Black Lives Matter this summer. We talked yeah. about that all summer. We talked about the rioting. We talked about the protesting. So don't don't have five people die, including a police officer that was beaten to like. It's not like the police officer just fell; like he was beaten to death with a fire extinguisher. Beaten to death. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I don't. I that, don't even that. want. Yeah, I don't want to talk about um, any comparisons because it's right. not like we talked about this summer when we talk about the Black Lives Matter movement. You you had a great analogy about the fire. It's right. like you're going to run past one fire, right, to go six streets mm-hmm. over to put out another fire. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we need to take care of the fire that's right there, right in our in, in, right. In, in arm's length. And this is the right. particular fire. The, the period in the story, no matter who did it, there was an insurrection. They broke right. into the Capitol and did right. everything. The Capitol, <laughs> the capital of the world. Right. and 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 did everything that they said that other people shouldn't have been doing for years this has never happened before no no but everybody else before them was wrong right for anything that they've ever done and stood up for and cared about right yeah yeah like i said i mean and the biggest thing is this this one's built on a lie this is built on a lie. Like all of this is built on a lie. You know, when we, when black lives matter marched this summer for George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, like, well, we haven't seen the tape of Breonna Taylor, but we know what happened. We've seen the tape of George Floyd. We know what happened. So we were marching and, and, and again, it's like, we were marching and people were marching in a hundred cities around the country. The people were marching in cities around the world. because it was built on something. This was led by a lie about an election being stolen with no evidence. Again, it's like we watched an eight minute and with a 46, 49 second video of George Floyd being killed. Eight forty six. And people told me, people say, well, you know, I mean, I mean, I'll, I, I mean, you know, you can't say hundred percent for certain. All right, cool. So whatever. But you won for 62 in court cases saying that there was election fraud. And you attacked the Capitol. 
So no evidence, you attacked the Capitol, eight minutes video, and you told us don't do nothing. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, man, it's, it's, it's a lot. Forget, forgiveness will not come without acknowledgement. Will not come without acknowledgement. So what about, uh, um, real quick, I do want to get into, uh, into this next thing that we got in regards uh, to uh, Michael. Michael, Michael, how do you Ray. say the name? It's Michael Ray Stepanek, right? Yep. He he could have he could have been the A Young too. Yeah. If it wasn't serious, like in regards to the fact that he didn't get any time, uh, no jail time for what he did. So yeah. so he's the guy that drove his car through in Iowa City, right? Mm-hmm. And I think uh, it was Iowa yeah, in Iowa City, um, he drove his uh his car. Um, through a crowd of protesters, racial injustice protesters, they call them. And um, he struck several people. And they said he's going to avoid prison. Um, and the incident will be erased from his record if he stays out of trouble for three years. If he stays yeah. out of trouble for three years. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so, so, like, all right, cool. He didn't kill anybody. But right, the cool. thing He's is, annoyed. the thing is, he didn't again, again, like we say about forgiveness. Yeah, they said, "Why'd you do it?" He said, "Cause they need an attitude An adjustment." Attitude adjustment. Yeah, I saw he that again. It's like it's like I said. He didn't say, "Yo, like my bad." After I thought about it more, I probably shouldn't have done it. He was like, "Nah, I did it because they needed an attitude adjustment." Yeah, he took the law into his own hands. Remember before, like I'm having flashbacks because. Right. You know, we talked about Ahmaud Aubrey and everybody, all the situations that have occurred. Um, right. Thankfully, we haven't had to, you know, play play that music and you know, solidarity for those people for you know anybody else. But right. like, because someone else took the law into their own hands, people got hurt. And was it worth them getting hurt over that? Is that the is that the sentence? You feel me? Yeah. So is that the sentence for peacefully protesting? Right? Mm-hmm. And he didn't even get sentenced for breaking the, the law, like for endangering when, bodies. <laughs> when 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 people keep getting away with things like that, the next step is attacking capital. It's that it's that uh it's that privilege, man. It's that privilege. Take it rough. Every day has been the same old thing on my block. So this segment right here, right? Yeah, this is your, your, your state, man. It's your, it's, your, it's your home state. No, but not even that. So the intro is is right. face. Face, right. All right, and so Rapid. so so in the state of Maryland, um, right. they officially ruled that rap lyrics can now be used as evidence in the courtroom. So yep. rap a lot records, boy. <laughs> Face. We ain't gonna say the other guys' <laughs> names, but man. Hey, hey, listen. Rick Ross, Pusha T. Hey man, y'all better, y'all better lay low. They ain't in Maryland. Y'all though. better lay low. 
So yeah, any yeah, any crime that could could have potentially been uh committed committed in Maryland, man, Jigga better watch out too. He always <laughs> yeah, he said did. Maryland, he pushing them things in Maryland. Day, yeah. yeah. So this case involved a murder. The accused uh was in prison uh and he recorded a rap verse over the phone which was uploaded to Instagram. So I'm gonna pause real quick. <laughs> so Hey, I'm a, hey, I'm a man in jail, yeah, but he's still getting his bars off, yeah. Like, he's like, he rapping on the phone, so might upload on Instagram, yeah. That's the A, yeah. Right. <laughs> so he recorded a rap verse from jail. Some of the words and the lyrics seem to be related to the crime. And the recording of the call was used to convict him to 50 years in jail. The only other real evidence in the case was a shaky eyewitness. So the prosecution basically used, you know, some of the language where he kind of references, uh, well, was a couple of things. He referenced shooting someone, and then he also referenced uh, snitches, like snitches better not come after me kind of thing. So they also hit him with, like, intimidating witnesses based off his rap lyrics. Now, of course, you know, his defense attorney said, hey, man, he's just, you know, he's just making music. He just, he just making music. But uh, yeah, he got fifty years off of that, off that rap lyric. Fifty. So if you're gonna be spitting bars from from prison, make sure you say, "Yeah, man, I was dead, but I ain't do it. I don't know who did it." Don't be talking about no crimes when you rap it down in Maryland because they recording and they playing it back. Heck yeah! <laughs> wow, that's a whole that's a whole lot of time, man. Fifty years for just yeah. Talking. Well, I mean, it was a, I mean, it was a murder, you know. So, no, but I'm just saying, like, I know it was a murder, but that evidence wasn't never like, what do they call right. it? Admissible. He on yeah, he basically snitched on himself, un- unknowingly yeah. snitched on himself. Yeah, he, he's Dana. Hey, man, what you in here for, man? Snitching, snitching on myself. I mean, I could understand though, like how if he really like blatantly like I don't know the whole story behind it, besides. You know what I was talking to you about it. I, I'm gonna actually do some research, and I might bring that back into a young uh, next week. Right. But <laughs> what could he have said, like specifically yeah, it, it, said, like you know what I'm saying, that would lead somebody to this particular incident? Yeah, it, it wasn't as blatant as him saying, like, "Yeah, I shot that dude," because I read the look. Like to me, it wasn't even. Like I said, he talked about owning guns and then he talked about, you know, snitches better not come after me kind of thing. And I guess he referenced the kind of gun that was used to shoot the guy, oh. but there was never a specific reference where, you know, he said that, you know, like the dude got shot in the park. He was like, yeah, you better not see me in the park. It was nothing as blatant as that. I think he was welling on that last segment, but yeah, I probably was. I probably was Wellington Park. Wellington Park. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this one's kind. This is a Wellington. It's kind of funny too. So this one goes to uh, CNN this week. So CNN posted an article that nearly four million Americans have been out of work for at least six months. 
and the picture they used was of a young looking black guy. And it, they posted to Twitter and the black guy responded, why y'all using my pick? I ain't unemployed. Please delete this. So, so, so my man was like, yo, man, like, hold on. Y'all can't be telling people first. So he was like, yo, how did, why did y'all use my picture as a black man? And we're referencing to somebody being out of work for at least six months. And then why y'all ain't take that job down? When I asked y'all to take it down, they still, it's still up. As of like before the show, it was still up. And he been on Twitter all week being like, yo, I got a job. <laughs> Don't be using me. <laughs> yo, imagine, yeah. You just, you just walk mind your own damn business, yeah. And it's funny because this picture, he looked like a dude who might be unemployed. So I can see why, they, <laughs> like the face that he making in the picture, he looked like a dude just be chilling all the time. But he's like, come on, man, take that jump. My, my whole family thought I was lying about having a job. I was like, yo, this the new, he the new Tommy, yeah. Huh? I don't see him on here. He, he the new Tommy. Unless it's regional based on uh, your IP address or something like that. I see. Uh, yeah. Is the guy. Well, I see somebody in the uh, at a food bank. It was. Uh, well, they, they, maybe they finally did change it. It was posted on uh, the 10th at 8 a.m. On CNN. Oh, I see. And then so I see might... uh, a girl on there now. With Gambit DC, powered by the DC Lottery, you can make a play on game day. Damn, yo, know, we got we got DC Lottery advertising tonight. Let's go, boy. Hey, that you, bread's starting to come in. Joe Rogan. Def, definitely going to have to edit that. Um, so that's the A Young. <laughs> that might be the A Young. Hey, uh, but just imagine, uh, you just mind your business, you just wake up, everybody everybody in your text, yeah, like, yo, man, anything, just anything, they just picked a random picture, and they just put you up there, they got nothing to do with you. Uh, I thought you'd you be going to work. Business, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His, his girl was like, yo, you told me you had a job. He's like, nah, I do. Like, yeah, whatever. CNN said you want to fool me, Americans have been out of work for six months. Yeah. That, that is, that is kind of funny, and definitely Wellington all in the same it could be a Wellington on all different angles. CNN Welling, my man yeah, Welling, because he might be Welling because yeah, he, he, he really don't have, have a job. job. Yeah, <laughs> and and he, they busted him. Yeah. yeah, they snitched on him. <laughs> that that that's so that, that's crazy. But don't yeah, you have to uh, sign yeah. like a waiver or something on on to get your picture? Uh, uh, can uh, they can they just nah, not not really like. The, this one I feels like it, sh- it should have been, but usually if it's what it's called, like kind of like a public domain, this like they took this off of like his Facebook or like his Twitter page. So yeah, you <laughs> probably can go at them for that. Like they, but I guess even that you technically signed a, you know, technically anything on your Facebook and Twitter, somebody could really true. use it. Cause you basically signed away your rights to it. So they searched, um, Black dude that look like he doesn't have a job. <laughs> the intern was like Google black dude without job. Yeah, this, this dude, this dude came. I'm telling you, look at his face. He looked like he, he's like, come on, man. I ain't gonna talk about my man like that. Yeah, but uh, you know that you know that ruled his whole. Like, and you know his boys was clowning them, and you know his girl. He got a. He probably got to take his girl to his job now and prove he got a job now. Wow. She like, yo, nah, I, I got to go meet your manager. Oh, I should, you getting A Young next week, by the way. Listeners, uh, I do? listeners, uh, when I was talking to you on the phone about my quarantine spot, mm-hmm. you got me in so much trouble. <laughs> so we're going to leave that cliffhanger for, uh, 
for tonight. You getting the A Young next week. I'm gonna tell that story about how you got me in my in, in trouble last weekend with my family. Yeah, my bad, my bad. Uh, all right, so we out. What's up? Yeah, so my bad. You should have been a problem solver, not a problem finder. Yep. Problem solver, not a problem finder. If you can't take care of your family in life, take care of them in death. Get you some life insurance. Relationships. Build them before you need them. DNA. Why do you do what you do? Who you do it for? Who would you let down if you didn't succeed? And you must, you must, you must have a plan. Pull up and murder cash. I got a show today. It's all I'm trying to do. Hustle and motivate. 